Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Double Cleanse Podcast. Hi. Hi. My name's James Welsh. My name's Robert Welsh. And we sound the same. So listen out for tiny differences. Listen out for that nasal difference. So this is our first episode, official episode. Yeah. We kind of went on a bit of a, a tangent last time. We got carried we away. We got carried away. We went out of control. <laughs> <laughs> we owe you all an apology. Yeah, that'll be public somewhere else some other time. Yeah, public apology. We'll sit on the floor and record it. <laughs> um, <laughs> How are you doing? Um, you know what? I'm actually fine. I'm recovering from a bit of a, not nasty chest infection, but a chest infection in general. Mm, well, they're never not nasty, um, I guess. Yeah, I guess. It's just, like, I feel absolutely fine, but because I have asthma, it's been a bit of a struggle. Mm. Yeah, it's just a bit annoying. But other than that, it's better than the alternative. Yeah. And I'm absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. How about you? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just trying to not be lazy. Yeah, so you've just become freelance, haven't you? So you've just started working, doing YouTube full time. Whereas I've been, yeah, and I've been like freelance working from home for about three years now. So it, nothing changes. It's so, it's so like easy to just be like, I have this whole list of things to do today. But mm. what am I doing tomorrow? So I might as well just do it tomorrow. Just do it then. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I'm really trying hard not to, but you it's know what? tough. Yeah. And there's always this feeling of, oh, I should be doing something. I should really be doing something. That's a problem. We don't have a job. Yeah. Mm. We don't have a job where you can clock off in the evening. It's a yeah. bit difficult to actually stop. This is why I want to get a work phone. I want to get that flippy Galaxy. Is it I Galaxy want a work phone? phone? That folds I, in yeah. half. I was thinking it would be such good because I find myself at like, like a, got into bed I'm ready to go to mm-hmm. sleep and I quickly just roll over and I pick up my phone and then I'm on Instagram replying to comments yeah. Yeah. it's like I'm going this to is... bed now I need to turn off but I can't not turn off switch off you know what I mean switch off yeah it is tough it's tough it is what it is, it is what it is. Robert mm. 
as you know, this podcast, <laughs> this podcast, we're just going to talk about what we love the most, which is makeup and skincare. Yes. Yeah. Is there anything in particular re- you really like makeup related recently that you want to share with At everyone? At the moment, listen, so I'm in a predicament because I... What's that? What's that? This, What's going it's, on? So I'm being, in my mind, I'm being very wasteful. Um, not really wasteful. Here, you, you tell me what you think. So there's a brand um, called Besame Cosmetics. Right. Which I don't know if you've seen them... No, no. Let me post them. They basically, it's like a brand that make like vintage makeup, like vintage looking, vintage packaging. Oh. There, I have their Sleeping Beauty palette. Yes, which I showed yeah, you yeah. that one. Yeah, and it's this, it's this amazing palette. Um, that is in its it's in front of me right now. Actually, it's on my desk, and it's got like a velvet. Um, I know people don't like velvet. Oh, it's like cushion. A, it cushion, and it, yeah, isn't it? and it has yeah. a casing around it. So here's my thing. I really like the brand, and now I'm like. I'm not using it. I don't touch this palette because it's so like visually stunning. Like, I'm yeah, not you don't want to touch that. it. Do yeah. I buy another one I can use, or is that ridiculous? Well, I bought you that one. <laughs> I paid you back. Oh, you did. Okay, <laughs> yeah, sure. you can buy me um, the other one. No, that I'd be, rather that'd be not. Really nice of you, James. Well, can you wait until Christmas? Me. Nee. Well, then just get yourself the other one. Listen, is that, this is one dumb? thing. It's stupid, but if you have the money to do it and you've been working hard. And well. you can uh, afford it. <laughs> this is the thing, like, you're not someone who just uses makeup, like, willy-nilly. You're a makeup artist, and yeah. you collect makeup as well. So if that's something you want to do, yeah. you collect yeah, it, do true. it. I'm so yeah. hard on myself, I really am. But it comes with, like, I a just... book, doesn't it? It's got, like, a if book. there's a book, there's, like, like book. Um, it's, like, it, Disney let them into the archives, and they picked all the colours from, you know, from the actual, the actual film. Um, Sleeping Beauty film, the original. Ooh. So it's, it's really, um, sent, I will pass it down to my grandma. Grandchildren. <laughs> You're not having grandchildren. What are you talking about? <laughs> but it, it, like, you love Disney. You spent half your life there working, I right? Did. You did. love the makeups. So I it's two like things you really, really love. And it would be yeah. wasteful if you don't actually use it. So buy one you're going to use. That's true. That's true. That's me, though. I just love that brand. And the yeah. um, creator of it has also made um, a really amazing book that's like the history of makeup. So in depth and so in detail. If, even if you don't mm. like you're not like a big makeup user, but you just like beauty. It's a really good thing to, to look at. Interesting to How use. about you, James? Well, listen, here's my problem at the moment. Oh, we both have problems today. We both have issues. This, and this is a really big <laughs> issue. Um, I just, I'm so disappointed <laughs> in America at the moment. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> they have everything, everything out there. Like skincare wise, like I'll do like fill a basket up on a website. Yeah. It's like, oh, US shipping only. And it's really, really annoying. Yeah. And at the moment, I'm really into um, pimple patches yeah. that are in different shapes. Right. This is right. A- <laughs> And this, this is, is a, a must. real problem. <laughs> this is a real issue. So, you know, they, they all do the same thing. They're all made out yeah. of pretty much exactly the same thing. Right. But, you know, whilst they're on my face, I mean, as well make a big deal out of them being on my face. And you get, like, um, star ones. You get, like, yeah. gold ones. You get hearts. Yeah. You get, like, wh- little cannabis leaf ones. Like, cute. really cute little, like, holographic ones as well. But you have to live in America to get them. And I, I'm just... There's livid. some things <laughs> that the world really needs to sort out so everyone can just get on with their lives. Yeah, like <laughs> like international shipping. Being one of them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, James, I hope your dreams come true. They will do. It's mainly the Starface brand that I've talked about on my channel that they come they... like a really cute little, yeah. like... Oh, I've seen um... that. And it looks like a Lego head almost. 
Have you contacted the um the are they an independent brand? Kind of, but not really. Yeah, they Have are. Have you contacted them and been like, can you just ship it? Now, I mean, please? that's okay. how I got this. I was like, is there any way I can pay you and then you can send over? And they were like, we'll just send you one. And I was like, okay, thank you. Um, but cute. now they do. These are just yellow, but they do like little holographic stars and colorful ones as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're an amazing brand, and it's just you know. As you can imagine, it's such a big deal. And at such a stressful time, I can't think of anything worse to happen to you, James. Right, I know. Um, So, (laughs) sympathy. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) Well, now we've got that off our chest. Yeah, yeah. This whole thing, though, we're we're not going to be talking about COVID, but this whole thing, like, really does make you, like, appreciate, like, little things that you think are really important are actually just really not important at all. Like Amazon Prime. yeah. Like, like I want my hang hangers, my clothes hangers. Yeah, tomorrow. but yeah, but <laughs> you're like, you're going to be fine without them. <laughs> it's true. You know? It's very true. It and it really shows. I was thinking this yesterday as well. It really shows who are key workers, which is yeah, such a, who a statement. They at the are. Moment, who mm. they actually are mm. and how underappreciated and underpaid they are. Yeah, let's take a moment and. Let's let's put aside international shipping for a minute, and I don't know if I can paying people, (laughs) paying people the right amounts of money. Well, that's what I'm hoping comes from this. Is obviously like key workers, people that we didn't think were key workers, like not think were key workers, but we didn't even consider like how the logistics of their jobs work, like lorry drivers, like Mm -hmm. people who work in um, like the Amazon where Amazon, yeah, Amazon warehouse, like even um, delivery Uber Eats drivers. You know, these are people that. At the moment, are actually holding the world together, and they deserve uh, so much more money. Um, But that's it. That's all we're going to touch on. That's it about that then. Well, what are we talking about today on this well, episode? speaking about Starface, actually, and I guess it's kind of related, today yeah. we are going to be talking about the problem with pimples. Yes. Yes. And the fact that there really isn't one. <laughs> but today we kind of want to talk about, go through quite a few topics, um, our experience with spots and acne. We want to talk about... Um, like the products that we used back then and how it was different. We're relatively old in comparison to some people. So we're in we our thirties. Generations older yeah. than some of the people who follow us. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um yeah. so what a lot of people have access to nowadays, we didn't have back when we were teenagers. <laughs> yeah. So we want to talk about what we had to use back then and what we actually had available and how kind of how that's changed and what's available today. But we also want to touch on um, how um, acne is portrayed um, both in advertising, on social media, through influencers, um, and talk a little bit about acne positivity or acne acne nutri no, I can never say this neutrality I don't know if that's a neutrality. word neutrality you guys know what we mean and yeah. also um, like skin texture in general yeah um, we I thought is... we could talk about a few tips as far as like what mm. we do with breakouts um, when that comes to skincare exactly. and makeup and things like that exactly yeah um, so over on our Instagram account it's at the double cleanse podcast um, we are, we're going to ask like a weekly question um, that's going to kind of relate to the next upcoming episode. And we asked you guys, do you prefer to see real skin in advertising, pores, pimples, wrinkles, etc., Or do you like more of an airbrushed finished? 
Finished. Mm, finished. <laughs> Do you like finished? Luckily, um, Robert's in charge of the questions you, you, over there. Lucky I'm in charge of reading, because you Grammar. know me. I can, <laughs> I can read the dictionary backwards. Um, and you know what? I was really surprised at the mixed response. Well, this is the thing, is we haven't really discussed also, the sorry, responses no, yet. No judgy, no judge to anyone. Oh, yeah, absolutely um, no judgment. both sides are valid. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but we, we were surprised that, like, um, that there was kind of a counter argument but we will talk about this a bit later yeah um, so it was kind of 50 50 wasn't it like people liked seeing real skin and yeah. a lot of people liked a retouched finish and then some people commented about how they see both sides as well mm. um i just wanted to, before we get into this quickly i just want to um talk about things like instagram retouching i once did a, a while back i like made a promise to myself i was like i'm not going to retouch my pictures as much because it's makeup it's all this kind of stuff um you know it has to look real and then one time it's not on my instagram anymore because it was up for like two hours i put up like um an unretouched picture mm. and everyone was like oh i don't like this, this isn't... <laughs> i was like shit <laughs> That's my face. Oh my god, you look like um, crap. Yeah, so I took it down, and I was like, okay, mm. so maybe it's not actually appreciated as much. Should we, I mean, my personal opinion mm. on retouching and things like that, I find I am in two minds. I 100% believe, like, that we should be more realistic in advertising. Yeah. I think advertising is something that's different to um, personal standards yeah. if you want to face tune your picture because you're on the beach and you're like oh actually my arm looks like it's bent funny mm. you know you can redo really that but i think when it's advertising and selling a product mm. i think that's when it becomes a little bit of an issue yeah so this is like i have that series on my youtube channel called um instagram versus reality that yes, is like inspired yeah. by the reddit forum where people post pictures of basically badly face tuned pictures mm. and my stance in it i'm not doing it to expose people or say what well, this is wrong like this is wrong i'm just doing it to show what can what you can do and what people are yeah. doing to make people what's aware possible. of it what's yeah, possible exactly. um and i don't necessarily think filters and stuff are a bad thing what bothers me is when influencers use it in a paid for campaign or yeah. for example if me a skincare influencer was to filter my videos when i'm talking about the effectiveness of skincare it would be a lie it would be a lie and yeah. i think that's where the issue comes in even if it's a non-sponsored video um which like ninety nine percent of my videos are, it would it would I still feel like it would be a lie to do it. Yeah, but then I'm not saying people shouldn't do it, but I am mm-hmm. saying when you're advertising the benefits of something, whether it's paid for or it's your opinion, you shouldn't be blurring your skin to make it look yeah, good. A hundred percent. But then what do you think about cause I saw a James Charles video where he completely did his makeup and face tune. I didn't even know that was a thing. Here's a, I don't think people realise to what extent and like you just said, things can be edited but even like when you were saying i watched those videos that you did and there were some things in there that i didn't even know was a thing mm. i didn't know you could change people's bodies in films i didn't know you could yeah. do all that kind of thing mm. so i i think i know an extent of editing when it comes to photoshop facetune not that i use facetune because i think it's annoying photoshop is what i do like skin mm. on if that makes sense mm. but I didn't, but some, some people don't know the extent and it's not even editing, it's little things. Like I we would wear contact lenses a lot in my videos and some people thought that was my real eye color. Mm. And it's little things. It doesn't even have to be editing. It's maybe like manipulating your image mm. that people don't realize the extent that it can go to. Yeah. Like on Photoshop, you can blend eyeshadow on Photoshop. 
yeah. easy. I could I could like block two colors next to each other and then edit that complete. Not that I have because I actually do my makeup yeah. in real life. Yeah. Um, but you can you can do the whole. You, not just draw it on. You can do really crap makeup. Mm. And then I saw a video and I can't remember who it was. And she basically did really horrible makeup on herself on purpose and then edited it. So it looked amazing. Yeah. And it looked real. It looked like all the images you see on Instagram. Mm. And so there's there is. That in that case, it does give an unrealistic standard. See, and that's where I'm in a bit of two minds about because I think, for example, if you did this amazing look right on your eyes, and then you went into mm-hmm. Photoshop, you retouched your skin a little bit, you changed the lighting a little bit to emphasize this art that you've just done on your eyes. Yes. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. is different to then completely starting from scratch and changing the look completely yeah, because yeah. you're talking about your makeup on your eyes. I think if you yeah, were to be like talking yeah. about skin it'd be completely different that's the thing in certain lightings as well like i've done a few videos on my youtube channel where it, i show how much youtube lighting or studio lighting can mm. actually affect makeup and even if you're doing like a job on um a shoot you have to bear in mind the lighting like how much lighting is there mm. are you in real lighting are you in artificial lighting but like there's been times where i've used a pitch dark black on my eyes and you take a picture and it's gray because of the lighting yeah because of the yeah. lighting and it's like well now that's not the image. That's not the, the look I was trying to portray. So you then have I, to I change maybe it. Maybe darken it a tiny bit, but I wouldn't draw on it, and I wouldn't change it, and I wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? It's, mm. it's things like that. But yeah. But then I always talk about this as well in in terms of like advertising. For me, if I was to see a picture of a um, touched up model skin wise, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I I do disagree with changing body size and body yes, image too. because I think first of all, there's nothing to change. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. manipulation is about correcting um, temporary um, what's the, imperfections mm-hmm. and like the size of your body is an imperfection. So if I was exactly. to see like a Calvin Klein um, advert, for example, and the skin was retouched, that wouldn't bother me because I'm yeah. not looking at that brand to advertise beauty to me. I'm looking at the brand to advertise a pair of jeans. Yeah, um, yeah. But if I was to then look at like, who have I got in front of me? Like a Paula's Choice advert and they completely retouch this person's skin and they're advertising like a spot cream, then yeah. I'd be like, that person's never had spots in her life or that's obviously exactly. fake skin. I'm not saying Paula's Choice do that. I think they're actually quite good with advertising. Yeah, that's just yeah. an example um, of uh, something. Um but for me, I think coming from an advertising background might be different, but for me, it completely depends in what situation that's been used. But then yeah. I also think transparency is important as well. Yeah. I think exactly. if you use the filter, I think you should say. Yeah. Do you think then, I think, obviously, because you have that history in editing and things like that, mm. it's easy for you to spot when something's been edited. Do you think everyone is like that? Do you think everyone can spot, like, oh, actually, that nose has been retouched, or that eyebrow isn't yeah. real? Or, well, I, w- I would have thought so. Before I started doing that video series where I kind of point this stuff out, I would have thought so. But a lot of the things that I find obvious and a lot of the things I look for, people didn't even know was a thing. So things yeah. like um, broken pixels, blurred pixels, yeah. like um, the fact that nobody looks like that, for example. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, repetition of certain pores on the skin where they've dragged good skin onto bad skin yeah stuff like that um but i do think it's something people i do think it's something people is becoming more aware of but whether the fact or not that if you disclose you're using a filter will change anything i don't know because people still see that filter and they're like oh that's what good skin looks like that's what i want exactly i think it i think it's really um the amount of times, like, I get a lot of really nice comments saying, oh, you have really, really nice skin. I'm like, it is genuinely insane amount of makeup mm. in front of camera. And also, I would remove a blemish before I post a picture on Instagram. Mm. Do you... 
I don't know how to describe it. It's almost like a psychological thing where part of some people actually want to ignore that mm. <laughs> and be like, actually, no, this person has really good, this is how I want my skin to look like. Skin girls, skin girl, you know, yeah. makeup girls. Yeah. And it's like, no, but that isn't, it isn't real. But some people still want it to be a reality in a way. Even though nowadays we're, most of us are so clued up to filters and stuff like that. Yeah. And the fact that, yeah. I guess so. But then I think that, like, I think people even though we keep saying it, maybe people aren't as aware of what's possible and what's going on. Like, for example, you look at, like, Nikki Tutorials, who I absolutely love, by the way. I, I watch her videos and I think she's hilarious. But yes, her yes, skin same. on Instagram looks perfect. She's got really good skin in real life. But as with many yeah. makeup artists, actually, she does that thing where she kind of, like, blurs and adds texture to the skin. So it looks almost real and flawless. And obviously yeah. she's wearing makeup as well. But it has that look of reality to it and even sometimes Wait, so I'm like how she does on instagram mm. are they is it do you think they're quite edited yes then, for example? yeah heavily oh really heavily, yeah oh yeah. but i think she's admitted i'm like that. oh my god i just thought she was perfect <laughs> <laughs> see there's me there's me doing it no they're you editing. know i edit every every picture that goes on my instagram is edited mm. not insane not insanely mm. but you know like i'll um remove a spot if it's there well this is the thing is like but, i um, edit some pictures but if you go through my Instagram you'll see when I, I'll say what if a filter's been used if it's been heavily photoshopped but I tend to not do it and obviously because of my photography background I know good lighting and how to make the most yes, of the lighting of yeah yeah um, but there's a quote and I said this in one of my videos and I can't remember if it's by um, who's who's that photographer <laughs> the uh, one with yes. the hair <laughs> the wo- a woman or man man 70s not 70s was it 70s? Um, um, Andy Warhol. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was an artist. Oh, no, not Andy Warhol. Hang on. Who was it? No, it was Andy Warhol, I think. Mario Badaska? No, it's Andy Warhol. <laughs> he did some photography. Um, yeah. He was asked once if he um, removes pimples or if he, like, paints in pimples yeah. and stuff. He was like, no. He was asked if he got rid of them. Got rid of them. He was like, of course I get rid yeah. of them because they're not a true representation of who you are. Or who you are. They're only a temporary flaw on your face. Right. F- flaw being his word. Um, yeah. Which is true because I look like if there's a spot on my face, it's only going to be there for a bit. So then there's those two minds of like, do you remove it? Because that's right. It's not a true representation of who, or who you always are. But do you mm. leave that spot in? Because it's like, actually, this is real. Like everyone gets a spot. It's, so it's, it's a representation of human skin. Of human skin. <laughs> and what happens to absolutely every person. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing as well. I think everyone like focuses on on especially, let's say, influencers, models, or ever having perfect skin. But then I was thinking about it the other day, and, I, like, when... Now I'm full-time on YouTube, and I think you do the same. I have a day where I will record all my videos, mm-hmm. and then I will get spots afterwards. Yeah. But my my goal in myself is to then look after my skin and heal that until the next Tuesday. That's exactly what I do. So I film every yeah. Tuesday like you do. Yeah. Um, and I'll always get comments saying like, oh, your mm. skin looks so good, blah, 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 blah. Which at the but time, all it looks, but all those other days. And that's why I post it on Instagram stories and stuff because I will break out. It just so happens that like, that's when I, my skin's okay. But yeah. maybe because at the weekend, I look after my skin a fair bit. But yeah. then there are also those days where I'm filming. I'm like, right, I've got a spot. I've got a rosacea flare up, but I still yeah. need to film. Yeah. And then I'll get comments on my videos that like, whatever your product you're using, stop using it. Like your skin doesn't look so great today. It's like, I'm allowed to have bad skin. Yeah. And the reason I know all these like products work yeah. for me is because I do break out and I do and get that spot. And in fact, spots. your skin that day probably actually looks better than it has been the past two, yeah. three days. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Should we look at some of the responses we got to our question? Yeah, so remind us of the question again. So it was, do you prefer in advertising um, 
realistic skin, like wrinkles, pimples, blemishes, everything like that? Or do you prefer more of an airbrushed finish? And there's a comment here, and this is quite, I think it's a good point. Yeah. It says, to be honest, I prefer more airbrushed. I know the product won't give me the result, but it's more an aesthetic, aesthetic. Sorry, I can't pronounce that mm. word. Um, what do you think of that? I don't mind airbrush stuff, um, skin, etc. when it comes to like jewellery adverts, when it comes to sunglasses adverts, even when it comes to hair, like yeah. as long as like the, like the hair's not being crazy retouched and they worked on the skin, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. What I think I'm after more nowadays, like back then when I was really into photography and I was studying it, I loved looking at the overall picture as yeah. a piece of art. So I'd look at it and think about the lighting. I'd think about the angles and how the retouching work had been done. Yeah. But nowadays, now that I'm out of that industry, really I'm more into skincare, what I'm more interested in is actual results, if yeah. that makes sense. So it's yeah. not necessarily that I need to see someone with um, a breakout for me to think the product's truthful. Yeah. What I'm more interested in is how the skin looked first and then what the product did for the skin. Yeah. So I don't really want to see crazy retouched model mm. with a bit of cream on her face yeah. pretending that she uses it. Like, oh my God, and I'm I, so happy I've found this. Yeah, I'm so happy <laughs> I found this cream with like, what, placenta in. Yeah, well, I think, ago. And that's why I think YouTube has become like such an important source of information for a lot of reviews is because you can get to see a lot of before and afters on YouTube. Yeah, there's a lot that of was, fake sponsorships yeah. too. So that was one of the comments that I can't find mm. it now, but I read it yesterday and it was something like, unretouched and I want to see the product after use, mm. not a mm-hmm. model pretending she's used it. Which yeah. is so true. Um, and we have this thing in advertising where it's like 57% of women agreed. Where are those women? Also, how how many women were tested? That's exactly. the thing. It exactly. could be two. Like when you say fifty percent, it could be one of those two. Another term is dermatologist tested. Mm. Like yeah, but what did they think of it? Yeah. Like do you mean like you, so you as can... yeah as a whole mm. image? This the person who commented that as a whole image. Like what I was saying when I posted that image of that was unretouched, and everyone was like, "What? Well, I don't mm. like it." Are we more, do you think we're more prone, not prone, but do you think we're naturally more attracted to things that are, of course, like, perfected? Yeah, and that's why some people prefer... So I, I saw another comment just then saying, like, why is this a debate? But it could be a debate because people prefer, in quotes, perfection mm. over in quotes again, imperfection. It's just being human. Like, we like nice scenery. We like yeah. nice cinematography and films. We like, yeah. for like, nice album work. You know, when CDs used to be a big thing, we, like, yeah. check out the album work. Um, that's why a lot of people pick skincare based on packaging. Do you know what I mean? Of like, course, we yeah. are people who like aesthetically pleasing things. And I yeah. think when it, um, when it comes to skincare, though, like, we're trying to, we, we me, um, <laughs> like, the people want that to change because it's not realistic. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's where, like, it, it, it gets a bit kind of like, Because mm. back, back then, like, I think it's, it, it, it aligns as well with people's knowledge and how advertising works. So, like, yes, if you look yeah. back at adverts from the 50s, it's like, you'll be the perfect wife in the kitchen with this cream, with Pond's and cold cream. And these cigarettes. And yeah. these cigarettes. You know what I mean? And now <laughs> we look at those adverts and we're like, first of all, sexist. First of yeah. all, second of all, like, that's complete bullshit. Like, that's why yeah. there are advertising standards. Yes, um, yeah. You know, as to what you can say your product does. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there are like ways brands go around that. But I think the more we learn about photography, the more we learn about science, the more we learn about ingredients, the more we learn about models, all that kind of stuff, the more advertising is changing. Yes. Yeah. Very and, true. and the more we want to see 
realistic stuff. And I also think that aligns with how much we trust the brand. Do you think we can kind of choose now what kind of form of advertising we see? Like we choose to look at Instagram, certain Instagram pages. We choose to look at YouTube. We choose to look mm-hmm. at Facebook, the TV, whatever. Do you think it's possible to filter out the kind of advertising you don't like? I don't think it's that broad yet. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think like if you're looking at skincare, you're going to get it all ends on the spectrum. If you're looking at makeup, yeah. you're going to get complete amateurs to professionals yeah. to like, you know, makeup fan pages. And we kind of get told what to look at as well, thinking about Oh yeah, it. We're kind we, of like, we gonna think like we this. have a choice, but we don't. We're the government. <laughs> I have an Instagram watching. account. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get everyone, we would love to hear your opinions. Comment in the um, episode post, I guess we'll call it, of yeah. this episode. It'll be like episode. One. One. <laughs> Whatever this episode this is. Um, yeah, let us know in the comments below. Respect each other. Don't, like, you know, be like, oh my god, you know. Yeah, no opinion's <laughs> right. No opinion's wrong. I think exactly. it completely changes. I think there's another thing as well as how we see skincare. For example, like, you know, your average kind of, like, Glossier customer. We've talked yeah. about this before. Yes. The, yeah. the Glossier, let's be honest, is made for people with good skin. Like, you're, It's, it's you're... made for people that already have perfect skin. Yeah. That's like, oh, I really, I really want to wear makeup but I actually have no need to yeah like <laughs> yeah. I'm actually yeah so they're the kind of people that probably don't mind seeing these like retouch kind of things and, yeah. um, and then there's people like us who have had acne in the past who I yeah. don't mind I actually don't mind either way but that's because of my educational background of course I think yeah. I can look at a photoshop picture and be like it's photoshopped and take of it course. for what it is yeah um, but then you have pe- that's the thing as well as people don't understand rightfully so because it's not general knowledge the extent that things can be retouched to absolutely and I think that's where the problem is. Yeah. I don't think the problem is whether the picture's retouched or not. I think the problem is not disclosing that. For example, it's like when mascara adverts, you still use fake lashes. And now they yeah. all have to say <laughs> false lashes have been yeah. used here. Because it's false with, advertising. Um, it yeah. is. It's, it's, like, it's the worst thing. It's like saying this is going to make it look perfect. But actually, we've we've it's not a product at all. Yeah, it's actually all a lie. <laughs> it's literally not a product. Yeah, that's where I think it's a problem. Talking about advertising, we, we mentioned it, like, the old advertising. When we were younger, you know, like, Clearasil, Oxy, mm. or, like, Neutrogena, they were, yeah. like, the main, like, skincare brands, weren't they? They were the and main they'd... people, and all their adverts would be teenagers with no acne. Disney having Channel a great stars, time, yeah. yeah. Or wearing, like, um, neutral colour, no, like, you know, a or solid colour t-shirt. tops and jeans, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, on a bench, bopping yeah. up and down to hip up. Yeah, to popular <laughs> rap music. Um, but literally none of them had spots either. For, these were no. like gifted teenagers who had no problems with their skin whatsoever at yeah. that moment in time. And it wasn't exactly. a true reflection of what we were going through. Yeah. But obviously being young, we bought all these products. 100% because like, you thought it would work because mm. they didn't have acne. Not that they no. ever did. Or mm. they would have like a really bad, like this was me before, and then they have like a really bad spot and then it will disappear and then they'll mm. be drinking Sunny Delight at a skating ramp. Yeah. Before, <laughs> before, yeah. yeah. Before it was removed for having too much. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Okay. But yes, yeah, so we me and Rob actually do have a bit of like history with spots as far as that goes. Like I have a whole video on it. Mm-hmm. Um but we used to have quite bad... I mean, the breakouts weren't so bad, but it was... Well, they were for you. For me, when it was more happened, about picking it them. Was insane. Mm. Like, I, and I don't know what it was. I, I, like, my forehead was covered. I remember I would get really painful ones on, like, my mm. lip. Um, cheeks not so... Well, cheeks a little bit. But it would be, like, big ones, small ones, really sore yeah. ones, under the skin. Mm. But I think... If, you know what? Back then, I didn't even think it was as much of a... a as bad as it was, if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't think we were, like, massively bothered by it. And I think it was such a common thing within our year group as well Mm. that, like, you know, it wasn't something people ever picked on for in our school. No, it was kind of just something that happened. Like, mm. unless somebody has severe acne, someone was bound to say something. But Mm. it it wasn't like... um, it didn't ruin my confidence or my, you know, no. life at that time or that point. But we mm. had some, I think about the products that we use. And we had, right. Do you remember? Those two. Go do on. you remember Oxy? I remember I don't know if, Oxy. Are they still around? They are still around. So there, it would, there was like, they were like nose pore shirts, but you had to make them yourself. Do you remember? Why and don't I came, remember them? So there was, there was like a clear kind of like, um, pad not pad it was like a clear how do you describe it like very thin um plastic right and it would be slightly um textured and then you would have this liquid and then you'll put that liquid onto it and then stick it on your nose and then peel it off when the liquid liquid dried do you not remember why do i remember oh i remember oh my god it was their pads like oh my god oh my god but it was so but it was a similar thing in terms of a product stung it stung mm. the face it felt like it was mm. acid but at the time it was like oh my god this i'm cleaning my skin because it's my skin's working coming off. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, working yeah. all my oils are stripped away yeah mm. exactly mm. it was just it was just the, the products that we had were the worst and then there was yeah. the um clean and clear blackhead cleanser toner thing which is actually looking back is salicylic acid and a lot of alcohol but it seems like a very poorly formulated bha i mean like i wouldn't that would be a product that i wouldn't pick up now you know what i saw something recently it's it's called astrogen isn't it or astringent astringent yeah i don't know if this is true or not but i saw something where they were like if you haven't got hand sanitizer go and buy this because it actually contains and like ingredients that can sanitize your hands oh my god and that's something we used to put on our face yeah. So I don't know how true that is. Maybe don't Google it. Or maybe do yeah. Google it. Um, <laughs> Just Google it, but don't do anything about it. Yeah. 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 But even still, even if not, it felt like it. It felt like it was like... Oh my God. And that's the thing as well, is it, it, gives you, it gives you that squeaky clean feeling, that tight feeling, which is such a bad sign. Yeah. Because I think it, a lot of people think acne comes from being dirty or like, yeah. which it doesn't. That's not or how not acne cleaning. works. Not or not all. clean. Yeah. So we used to over scrub. We, we used to scrub and clean our oh faces thinking yeah. it would help with acne it didn't but uh prescription wise zinnaret 
Yeah. Um, which is a mainly zinc-based product. And we used to use something called quinidine, which I can't remember if it was prescribed to us or if we just bought it. I think it was prescribed. I can't remember. But that that was awful. Awful, yeah, that quinidine. It, it's benzoyl peroxide, which is like what a lot of people get prescribed for acne. Mm. Um, but it would dry out our skin, wouldn't it? It, it would stay in our clothes. Stain like you get those orange patches worse. on everything. Like bleach, almost like bleach mm. was on our clothes. That mm. Zinnaret, though, was it was almost like a roll-on deodorant, wasn't it? And it would, and it'd leave it like would a like film. dry up your skin. It mm. smelled like pickled onions. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it was. It was be worse, and you wash it off. Did you ever think any of it actually helped? I think it was like a bit of like a a good and a bad because I think it dried out our spots, but our mm. skin type, we were left with so much bad scarring, yeah. dark spots, and all yeah. that kind of stuff that it got rid of the acne. I think quinoderm actually. I remember using quinoderm on small breakouts as well after, and I did really. quite like it. Um, yeah. But it did really dry out our skin, and I wouldn't use yeah. it now because no. if I dry out my skin, I get a dark spot on my face, yeah. which I yeah. then takes months to get rid of. Exactly. Um, so I think I think it worked, but it was a quick fix. That I feel like nowadays, I there's other products I would use other than that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if I get a breakout now, I'm not going to put benzoyl peroxide on my face, personally. No, I'm I'm going I'm to use something else. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but that's the thing, is nowadays, there's so many amazing things, like pimple patches, I think are some of the most, like, some of the best inventions it's ever. It's literally a quick fix that actually yeah, works. it does. It, it really, really does work. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's one product where I could be like, I would guarantee, mm-hmm. like, actually guarantee it's going to work. This is like, yeah, yeah, I I did um, a post with Zit Sticker, a video, Mm -hmm. and I mentioned how one Zit Sticker literally got rid of my underskin spot overnight. And I never say that, but within 12 hours, that was gone. Gone. And someone in the comments was like, "Um, interesting review. However, you don't have to exaggerate the results. And I was like, no, honestly, Honestly. I don't know how to (laughs) say this. Because it's got micro darts in it. And I never say like stuff like that about products. But it was so so good I was actually shocked about it and that's why yeah. it took me so long to do that review because I wanted to give it another go can you imagine if we had that back in the day we would be so um happy with the results it'd be spot free we'll be mm. it'll be quick yeah yeah but that's the thing as well is like the spot treatments that we used to have back then were terrible it's literally like a tea tree stick or a witch hazel stick or yeah. for example benefit boo-boo zap was literally just a drying out treatment that I was main ingredient was boo-boo zap. it's been discontinued though has it yeah it's crap really because or? i mean it was good but it's probably not the best for you mm. and i think it's just because the main ingredient was alcohol uh, it because like it's never usually the top ingredient but it's there to literally dry out your skin yeah um but like the stuff we have now, the better formulations they have, things like BHAs and AHAs. Yeah, yeah. Which a lot of people were correct in saying that they were around back then. But yeah, they were in things like um, Clean and Clear. Do you know what I mean? Like you didn't see really exactly. nice, well-formulated yeah. chemical exfoliating toners. Um, again, pimple patches we talked about. Um, roll-on spot treatments. You know, there was so much... And that's another thing now is that I don't think there's a lot of adult acne targeted products back then. Whereas I feel like spot treatments have become a general product rather than something aimed at teenagers. I always used to have this concealer and Mm. it was one half was a spot treatment. Oh my God. And the other half was concealer. Concealer. Do you remember? I swear that was like Boots own witch hazel like line. Yeah. I feel Mm. like that completely is not the purpose yeah. of, of, of it. How do you feel about, um, 
why am I asking you this about <laughs> like makeup, <laughs> makeup. On, on top of um, acne breakouts or, or blemish breakouts? This is the thing is like, there's some really good brands that have like that fine line between makeup and skincare. Yeah. Um, which is kind of interesting, like good, good makeup. Um, but I don't, I have to be honest, I don't really know like the science behind it. I think a lot of people are worried about silicones, which have been proven not to mm. basically clog your pores and things like yeah. that. Like it's a bit of a misconception as far as certain silicones go. But I don't know, because I've never used makeup to cover up, if that makes sense. So do you do you feel like skincare and makeup can be the problem of breakouts and be the problem of... Because of... there's been times where like now, for example, I'm having this extreme like breakout on my skin, like I haven't really seen for a long, long time. Mm. Um, It almost looks like chicken Box, oh, almost no. on my forehead like it's gone down mm. a little bit now but a few days ago I was filming I was in front of a camera and I was like I can't look at that because it was I haven't seen my skin like that for a long time yeah you did just um, rub your hands away over your forehead then I you were talking did. about it I just did as well <laughs> um well as I can say do you think skincare then can be a because I'm I'm like what's caused this and I've there's two new things that I'm using mm. that I'm like maybe it's that do you think that has a big role in well, it depends because, like, obviously, you can purge from certain products. So, products that are gonna, um, like target cell turnover, things like that. So, exfoliating products, like active ingredients, some active ingredients can give you like a purging time period, um, yeah, where it obviously brings stuff to the surface. And then you kind of have to wait like a good four weeks to see whether it's purging or if you are having a reaction to that mm. product. There mm. have been products that's almost given me like a, a spotty rash. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I think one thing, this is very personal, but one thing I've learned to do if, if I've got a spot, just to leave it alone. Let it do its like, thing. Like pop, pop a pimple mm. patch on it and like go to bed and like let it yeah. do its thing rather than thinking right now I've got to use this product and I've got to, um, but yeah, I, I think breaking out from products is very common when you're using new stuff. Yeah. Um, sometimes I feel like it's a good sign if it is like, show, like it should happen with chemical exfoliators. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because that means like the cell turnover is doing what it needs to do. But then sometimes I'm like, oh, this is, my skin's just not enjoying this product. One thing I get as well is like, uh, people ask me questions about makeup and I don't know why, because that's your thing. But a lot <laughs> of people are like, does, yeah, like, they're like, does makeup clog pores? Like, should I not mm. wear makeup? And like, to be honest mm. with you, I don't know, because sometimes I feel like there's no reason why it should, but then you might have a bit of a reaction to... It depends. So there's a key word in, especially like foundations and concealers, um, face products, comedogenic. But is is the word you're looking for? So you want a foundation or something mm. like that? It means it doesn't clog pores, basically non-comedogenic. Well, this is something that is a bit of an issue in skincare because mm. those studies come from testing products within a rabbit's ear. Oh, yeah. So obviously the the pores in a rabbit's ear are way bigger than humans. So yeah. if you're going to use a product well, on on something, yeah. it's going to clog their pores. It wasn't tested on a human, so yeah. non-comedogenic is a bit of like a. Does that really mean anything? There's, but it's it a good indication. In, yeah, in in makeup, there's in vitro and vitro testing. So there's um, that's in skincare on, too. Yeah, yeah, testing yeah. on human skin. So mm. if they can do it on human skin, it's great. But if that if that's something we're taking into consideration, mm. clogging pores, mm. it's almost down to then your cleansing yeah because it's about removing that makeup properly if you leave your makeup on all mm. day you sleep with there are still people out there that sleep with their makeup on all this stuff that's building up under your foundation and if you remove it with a makeup wipe yeah the same with a wipe you haven't actually mm. removed it properly so i mean it's our skin we should be taking really good care of it and if you think it's something that's breaking it if you think makeup foundation is ruining your skin First of all, I mean, think about your cleansing. That's always I always think think about how you're cleansing mm. it first. 
Mm. And then think about the ingredients. I know for me, some more affordable foundations break me out. Um, mm. Because there's maybe certain ingredients that they use in them that they won't use in more expensive ones. Mm. Um, not saying that cheaper fa- cheaper makeup doesn't necessarily make your skin worse. It isn't necessarily bad for your skin. Mm. Um, non-brand like makeup like you get like the dollar store or pound yeah. shop that's when you have to be really careful because yeah. <laughs> they can put anything in it you know but mm. um but like drugstore brands well-known brands it isn't necessarily they're gonna make you break out it's it really is your cleansing and if you're allergic to certain ingredients i know mm. for me silicones don't work on my skin mm. i get a really horrible itchy kind of rash from it yeah um and i can tell when i've used something with it in because mm. it, give, it just makes me itch i'm not sure why yeah. but that's an ingredient a lot of people are allergic to so you silicones mica um mm. talc things like that are really really like sh- not strong ingredients but they react quite easily with people's skin mm. well this thing as well like um Spots within the hairline and beard line or mm. eyebrow line mm. is a common thing because people don't wash the cleanser away. So if yeah. things like if you are leaving like ingredients on your skin that shouldn't really be left on there that can dry out your skin, like SLS yeah. for example, yeah. and you're not rinsing it away, it could cause some irritation. Like I used to um, have this real issue with um, a shampoo that like was so difficult to wash out. And when I first started using, it was like thick. I don't know what it was. It was like, it was like a joke shampoo. <laughs> shampoo cream. Shampoo cream. <laughs> yeah. Shampoo jelly. Um, and I put it in my hairline. And when I first used it, it wasn't coming out, but I didn't realize I was getting all these spots around my hairline. Yeah. Um, so, and that's the same with skincare. If you're not rinsing away your cleanser properly and leaving it on your face, you could break out from that too. And that's something yeah. that I've experienced a far better as well. Now you're saying that, I'm thinking about my... Um... I, I used a cleanser the other day mm. and I was just thinking, did I wash it off my... Because f- I always... You you know when you wash your face and you wash your face and kind of look in the mirror and it's like, oh, it's for some reason all in my ears and around mm. my hair. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did yeah. I wash it off? <laughs> Let's talk about what I'm doing just then and picking pimples. <laughs> it's and picking listen, the skin. As much as people say, don't pick I say so many times, don't pick your spots, yeah. don't touch your skin. It is next to impossible. It's next oh, to God, impossible. So like the urge to do it. And I think that's why pimple patches are so good because you can physically mm. stop yourself doing it. You can't it. touch it, yeah. But you like I'll be like on my laptop and I don't even realize I'm touching my forehead. I'm I like, just did picking it then. My nose. I was picking yeah. at this spot. I'm worried mm. about a breakout and I'm here picking them and trying to make them I don't know. It's it's yeah. it's Awful. I just did it again. Mm. I just fucking touched my forehead again. It's very tough. It's it's imp- it's I think tough. it's impossible to do. You need discipline. Yeah, you need to have discipline. But does it leave? It does it leave scars and things like that? Yeah, but of it course. Also, it also opens your skin, and then if you're going to put makeup on, you know, it can leave mm-hmm. like a slight wound on your skin. You're going to put makeup on, it's going to get all involved in that. Yeah, like post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. So mm. when you've damaged your skin, whether that be from picking, uh, whether you like scratch your face by accident, or whatever, yeah, the the dark spot that's left from that. So like that's like I think when we were younger, our problem was we picked our spots a lot. Yeah. Or we had these products drying out our skin and basically yeah. damaging our skin was leaving these dark spots on our face. Yeah. So that is a, a real issue. It's a real issue. <laughs> Listen, we had some points. Um, we've kind of touched on it, but um, about um, how spots and acne is portrayed. Portrayed, not betrayed. Well, kind of betrayed <laughs> on advertising. But what about social media? Like, So one thing I really like is seeing um, just people using products like with real skin and we were talking about the Starface brand their advertising campaigns have people with like 
really nice texture on their skin. Yeah. They have breakouts. They have like normal, normal skin. And going back to what we're saying, I like that because you can see actual results from it. You can yeah. see people actually need to use this product using the product. And that's where I think like um, we move on to social media as far as how advertising's um, go where where advertising's going. Sorry, absolutely. And um, it it doesn't always have to be like the biggest social media influencer. Like it could be. This is the thing. Every single image you post, if you mm. reference a brand or a product, mm. that's an advertisement to someone. There's mm. there's loads of times where I've been tagged in something. They've used this and this and this. You know, inspired by a look I've done, and I've gone to look at all the brands. And I'm like, oh my god, I've never heard of this. You're you're advertising. Not that you're responsible for it, but you know, but everything mm. is kind of a form of advertisement at the yeah. moment. You know, yeah. And um, you could be wearing something in, in a mm. picture, and someone could be like, oh my god, what's that? Or there's a plant in the background. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like every everything is a form of advertising. Mm. There's one brand who, in terms of makeup, they're fine, but the way they kind of control their Instagram is very, for some people, would be very relatable, if that makes sense. How do you mean? So, so Revolution Makeup, mm. who are an affordable kind of drugstore brand. Oh, they're the ones that copy everyone. They're the ones that copy absolutely everyone. Yeah. So, like, again, their makeup isn't so great, and their ethics aren't so great. Mm. But, I mean, in their, in their Instagram posts... It's very, very rare you're going to see a big influencer with mm. a really f- nicely edited picture. You know, everything's perfection. They use a lot of pictures that their followers tag them in. So mm. it's people just doing real makeup, real skin, aren't crazy editing, if any at all. Yeah. And it, it looks like real skin because it is real mm. skin. There's blemishes on there, there's pores, there's not in a horrible way, but there's. N- not so perfect makeup techniques yeah. you know there's there's like real people using makeup the way it should be used and their skin mm. well not so much their skin care but uh, you know the way everything is used and the way people are actually going to use it yeah. so the way they're almost advertising you know, you know you can take their Instagram as a form of advertisement because it's mm. advertising their products I think they do it in a really realistic way you can yeah. expect what you get in those pictures because yeah. you're probably more than likely at the same level of you know Mm. makeup artistry whatever as a person in a picture yeah so you can see how you know you're gonna use it real world results exactly that's it that's Mm. exactly what i was trying to say yeah real world so there's a a couple of like instagram profiles um we were talking about this like acne positivity um or skin positivity in general really Mm. which is just like realism i i suppose like just being honest and real um with the the current um state of your skin there's one profile that i've like really sticks out for me um sophia sophia gran i think you pronounce her name um i can't pronounce her instagram name it's like isotretinoin with s or something i don't know what? <laughs> yeah yeah um, um but um her her profile is just amazing she does all these amazing makeup looks like zero retouching um like she's got like breakouts on her cheeks um, well, she's got acne on her cheeks and she says in her bio, trying to normalize acne one selfie at a time. And it, it's just nice to look at. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I, you look at the pictures and like, she's got some breakouts on her cheeks. Her makes up, makeup's amazing. Like she talks about skincare in certain areas and there's nothing about these pictures that I look at and I look at acne and I'm like, oh no, that's not the product for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like there's nothing like, and that's what I think like a lot of brands are coming around to is that people do like seeing real world, real time results and real like 
not so much like huge campaign advertising um, yeah. that people can't relate to, basically. I feel like the whole beauty industry in general is coming to this, whether it's later this year, early next mm. year, this whole natural kind of um, aura, if that makes mm. sense. Everyone's going to try and be a little bit more natural, a little bit less full this, full that, because, I don't know, I don't know, it just seems a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, um, I just think everyone's over being lied to and being treated like idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, but like, no, like, we're not idiots, we know what people look like, we know what pores look like, we know what yeah. dark spots look like, we know what stretch marks look like, mm-hmm. we all, like, kind of know what real skin looks like. Um, but then again, it is sometimes nice. I, I, this is the thing for skincare. I completely get it and I love it for makeup. Sometimes a bit like, oh, it's nice to see like this really nice kind of like artist interpretation of what beauty is to them. So yeah. So that's, I think is, is another thing in terms of makeup. If you're thinking of it as a form of like art, which a lot of people do, Mm it's a whole image it's a whole look and sometimes i mean when we've been on doing like shoots and things like that it takes a whole team to create this look and Mm. then you all wait for a finished result which is post-production yeah which is editing lighting like all this kind of stuff Mm. and it's a whole image and it's an artistic image whether or not you can compare your smoky eye you're going to post on instagram to an editorial magazine yeah (laughs) you know it's it's a whole image it's it's a concept people come up with Mm. so i think i can you know give or take there Mm. when it comes to makeup but that is the difference to me is like yeah, in an editorial magazine that's what you expect to see yes, you know these yeah. models are models and they're yeah. they're hired because they're you know models aren't always stereotypically pretty what you, no, like a exactly. lot of people think is pretty right. um you know and that's what i mean it is like a, an art form and that's what i would expect to see in a magazine yeah. what i expect to see from my skincare brands and influencers is yeah. everyday honesty yeah yeah, mm. I think that's it. But even when it comes to influencers, again, you're advertising. If you're going to advertise a foundation, yeah. do you edit your skin or do you, you shouldn't? You absolutely. I should. per- I personally believe you shouldn't. Yeah, I really don't think you should because then yeah. it's again, it's given a false. Um, mm-hmm. It's like that. It's like those lash extensions yeah. Yeah, and yeah. mascara. You can't but pretend I, a product does something. Yeah, I think as long as you say that you're using filters, say you have like this big influencers. Influencers. I keep saying influenza. So you yeah, have this big. That's a disease. Yeah, say you have this big influencer's profile, right? Yeah. And say she's got um, a mix of um, really, like, aesthetically pleasing pictures, whether they've been photoshopped or whether she's spent ages, he or she has spent ages doing this big kind of photo shoot on their own. Yeah. Um, And then say they've got, like, these everyday pictures, everyday snaps, and then they've got these Mm -hmm. adverts. I think that's absolutely fine. Like, if you say, you know, this is a nice picture, it's um, been edited and stuff. Um, and then this is like another nice picture of me just, um, with my dog, here's my, you know, natural skin, no makeup. Yeah. I think it's absolutely fine if you've got that good mix and your audience can tell and know Who, when it's been, look. how yeah. you look in real life. And then yeah. that you've spent a lot of time doing this other kind of like more artistic approach to what you think beauty is. I think it's absolutely exactly. fine. I think it's absolutely fine as long as you make it crystal clear. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what I like. I, I like about Instagram filters on the stories, even TikTok filters. I obviously wouldn't use them, but it says this image has been filtered. You say, see the filter of the name at the top. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like, obviously most of them are filtered because it's like you in space and you, you know, you're playing a banjo. <laughs> exactly. You know, it, it's not normal everyday situations, but I personally, that's all I would like to see is yeah. a disclaimer. 
Yeah, I, I, I think you know, so. I, 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 you know? Um, <laughs> and I just don't think it should be allowed at all within advertising. I think it's false advertising. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Even a hash, hashtag edited. Even hashtag, hashtag edited. I really, my nose doesn't like this. Yeah, hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does hashtag no filter. Um, yeah. You could you just hashtag filter. Listen, I just, you saying that, there was this, I can't remember who did it, but it was like celebrities with no makeup on. And mm. it was like Eva Longoria and all these people was like, oh my God, they're so brave to have no makeup on. They have makeup on. Yeah. I need to find the post. I can't mm. remember what it was. I remember looking at it like, so you're, you're telling people there's no makeup on and this is how they look. Perfect, mm. even, even toned skin. Mm. And the only thing they hadn't done was it removed like eye bags or removed like yeah. um, a line on the neck. Do you know I mean, mm. there's still makeup on it. So they mean unretouched, basically. They mean unretouched. Yeah. So I think an important kind of thing to get from this is looking online, not everything is exactly how it is. I think yeah. everyone, if you're looking at an influence and you idolize them or you do whatever, you know, there's YouTube, you can see how their skin looks before they put mm. makeup on if that's their thing. You can, you know, don't look at everything and, and think that's reality. And then don't compare it to your reality, if that mm. makes sense. Because yeah. it's it's not real. Mm. <laughs> it's yeah. not reality. Even and advertisements, don't compare it to your reality because yeah. it's a whole different thing. That's what we were saying as well, is like, you don't know what they're going through the rest of the week. Like we were saying, we yeah. film on a Tuesday for the rest of the week, we break out. And I mm-hmm. say this to people in my comments all the time. And one person was like, oh, I bet you don't break out. I was like, no, I really do. Like if you yeah. follow me on Instagram, you can see <laughs> that I do. So that's yeah. the thing. Like it, it's like all social media, people are presenting the best version of themselves to you. Exactly. And mm-hmm. that's why, like, I think it is important to be more open on other social like I promised myself I'd be a bit more open about like my breakouts and stuff over on Instagram um I haven't had a breakout yet so (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting for that um that will come um but you know and I think I think I think it's easier said than done to not believe Mm. everything you see because even though like you know things are retouched you're still like oh that's nice that's what I want yeah, that's but, it. It's, it's like but, an unrealistic yeah. goal, but, but I, it looks like it could be achievable. Yeah, yeah, but like that's the thing we do also have to remember, and that's why the the profiles that are kind of like posting everyday skin unfiltered, I think, are so important to be following. Um, one tip actually that I have, um, especially on Instagram, if you're looking at profiles that are constantly filtering their skin, it is making you bad. Just unfollow them. I know it sounds really stupid, but unfollow them. Like, if it's making you feel bad about yourself and you're constantly looking at it, just unfollow. Yeah. You know? So that was... A really long conversation. (laughs) That's a really long conversation. (laughs) Let's finish this up. James, what are your kind of top tips, skincare-wise, for dealing with blemishes, outbreaks, things like Mm. that? So for me, one of the main tips is prevention. Pimple patches, you don't have to get the best, highest quality with micro darts. You can literally go into Amazon and buy these really basic pimple patches. Prevent you from picking your spots. That's the one thing Mm -hmm. that really, really... um, I think is important. So the moment you get a spot, like literally the moment a pop a pimple patch on, leave it. Like yeah. don't touch your skin. My other tip for um, spots is not to dry them out. A lot of spot treatments will dry out your spots and that's what they're aimed to do. It's because they um, have a lot of alcohol in. So just use your everyday products. Maybe use a little bit of AHA on your spot, a little bit of BHA on your spot. Again, Put then let it dry, put a pimple patch over it. Mm-hmm. But I personally wouldn't go out um, and like 
by all these crazy direct spot treatments and then yeah. aggravate and dry out your skin. Yeah. Um, and that's it, really. That, that That's what I'm doing, personally. And I feel like the bigger the deal you make out of your spot, the longer they last. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I would literally just say pimple patch up. Um, and then even even drop down your routine a little bit. If you are having a severe breakout, cleanse, hydrate, moisturize, keep out of that. Mm-hmm. Robert, what are your top makeup tips? Um, I think similar to what you just said, mm. to- tone it down a bit, take out some products. If you're someone who bakes their whole face, get rid of that. Let's try and keep to like one layer. Be careful of what primers you're using. If you're using primers, stay away from ingredients that are going to irritate um, that you know irritate or just cut it, just cut it back, cut it back almost like caveman style or mm. cavewoman style. Yeah. <laughs> just like a tiny bit of everything really helps. In terms of hiding them, don't go crazy with colour correctors. Again, just a foundation. Although it's tempting to keep adding product and cover, cover and cover, sometimes the more you cover something, the more obvious it looks. Mm. Um, yeah, treat your skin with respect when it comes to a breakout. Yeah. Makeup isn't a necessity. Um, it's definitely something that we all like to use and something you can use while you're breaking out. Just make sure you're not using it on broken skin. Make sure you're being sensible with it. Cut it back. Mm. Cut it, bring it back to basics. Yeah. Remember, it's something we all go through as well. Yeah. Like, exactly. I don't know one person who hasn't broke out in their life. So, and you know what? At the end of the day, like, you're probably more worried about it than other people are looking at you. <laughs> Oh, I, I think care. that's one. Yeah, like yeah. literally, couldn't care. Um, but yes, I think that was that was it. Mm. That's that one was... thing I was going to say really quickly. Whenever I had like um, clients who would have, they'll be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry about the state of my skin. It's not you. It's like I don't know you. I don't know mm. you. I don't know your face. The skin looks absolutely fine. Mm. Stop <laughs> judging yourself." Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. We always go off on a tangent, don't we? Yeah. Come yeah. with us. So we'll we'll answer <laughs> more questions next time. Um, like not more questions but we'll look at more comments next time now i mean they were all pretty much all the kind of comments on in reply to the questions were real real mm. yeah airbrush airbrush, airbrush. You know? so yeah, like, yeah literally I think one looking word. through the comments we've kind of touched on everything that people have um said yeah yeah yeah. So thank you for your comments. Um, yeah, thank you so much, guys. Yeah, and look out for the question on our profile coming soon. Um, soon. Or actually, you'll probably been already been asked by now. Yeah. 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 I have been James Welsh from the internet. And I have been Robert Welsh, who you know through James Welsh from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, guys. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.